0: How is a man compared to a tree? What It grows. What? It fruits. It grows. It gives fruits. It grows. The cycle of the tree. In the winter, it dies. And then it grows in the summer. It grows. Very nice. Very good answer. He said an answer here. That uh, a, a a person, can, a person grows. He has, he has a he has a fall. He grows again. Comes back again. But I'm even asking you on on, a, on even us take like, a physical aspect of the tree. A man looks like a tree. A man looks like a tree. I think, he, and he does. But you know what? Upside down. He's like this. The head is here. That's the roots. And here's the branches. Right branches. But a tree, it's rooted on the bottom, branch what's that? Why is that? Why is the tree, the roots go on the ground, and the man's head is rooted somewhere else? Why? Where is the man's head rooted? In heaven. The neshama is in the mind. Your root is in heaven, you're connected to heaven, and from there sprouts forth. That's the, the comparison to a tree. But as he said, there's many more reasons why the man is compared to a tree. Sure. Now, this is really a pasuk. The pasuk says, oh, what's up, do you have any recording here? We need a recording for this. Recording? Yeah, yeah I'll send it out. says this right? oh. uh, a kosher phone. I'm about a block? Oh, I do kosher I mean, phones don't record. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 just uh, recording, yeah. So what, okay, sh- what? Okay, okay, okay. Very good, very good. So now, the pasuk tells us really, ki Adam For man, the man, the man is, is a tree of the field. It's talking there. The pasuk about chopping down trees. There's a there's a uh, a siege on the city. But still the Pasuk, the rabbis tell us that there is a hint over here to a man, to a person that is compared to a tree, which we just discussed, at least partially, there's many, many more understanding, deep understanding of that Pasuk, what it means, a lot more to talk about. But we'll start with a little story. Before, I'm, I'm really waiting for more, so when I come down, more of you boys, I'm, sure I'm going to make the, we'll say the real, the idea of Tu Bishvat itself. But before we start there, I'll just say, I'll tell you a story. There was a father that wanted to train his children. He took four of his kids and he says, listen, I want to send you out. I want you to go and check out this certain pear tree, a very special pear. It's not here, it's far away. And I want to send you all on a mission to go find out and tell me how this pear tree appears to you. But two conditions, I'm not, you cannot go together on that trip. Each boy has to go himself. And also, it has to be in order. One, one goes and comes back, then the next one goes. He comes back, the third guy goes, and the fourth guy. OK, Dad, no problem. It's really one of his, like, his, like his will, in a way. So the first one went in the winter season. He finally gets to, the, he has the map where this place is and where the tree is. He gets out there. He sees what he sees. Comes back. The second one went. That was in the springtime. He goes there, comes back. Third guy goes and he sees. He's in the summertime. And he comes back. The fourth guy went in the fall. And comes back after the whole trip it took about a year for all four to go and come together father gets them together sits down on the table and says okay so now let's go in order what do you see he asked the first one what did you see you saw the pear tree i saw the pear tree yeah but it was a terrible looking tree Tree was all like died out like knocked out down bent over no nothing on it He here's the second one you found the pear tree uh, I, I think we probably found different trees because the one I saw was like just starting to blossom, looked very special, beautiful. Look, it had. Okay. The third one says, I saw not like both of them, I saw a different tree altogether. Must be that had a different place. The one I saw was already there was like things really coming in, growing nicely in there. And the fourth one said, I didn't see any of the above. I saw a tree full of with fruit that's like, like being waiting just to be taken off the tree it was ripe and almost overripe and ju- delicious juicy, delicious fruit. So the father says to all four kids, Listen, you all saw the same tree, but you saw it in different times of this of the year. The seasons. In the winter it's dormant, it looks like it's finished, it's gone. In the spring you see some hope. You start seeing the blossoming, the flowers and also blossoming. And then in the third season you see it, oh, now the fruits are coming in ripe. And finally, fourth season you see, it's ready to roll, it's gorgeous, almost overripe, delicious fruit. And that he told me, he said, my dear children, he says, I'm gonna give you a lesson in life. That in life, a person goes through different times, periods of life. Sometimes it's going easy, sometimes it's rough. But the main point is to know that even if he sees it as a winter season, it's rough, it's dormant, it's quiet, it's cold, it's dead, the tree's dead. Nothing's dead. Everything is going to come back. Wait till the spring. Wait a little more, have a little patience. You have a little more time. It's going to get easier, it's going to get better for you. This applies, he tells his children, for everything in the world it applies. A person has patience, a person sees a lot of great things in life. If a person will wait and trust HaKadosh and not have Yehush, don't give up hope, he's going to see tremendous things in his life. There's no such thing as always, always, always high life. That's a rule in life. There's no such thing as always high life. It's never always high life. It's what you make it. If you make it high life, it'll be high life. But the, oh, hard times sometimes. That's how she made it that way in you know, order to test a person because what's, otherwise, what's the game? If you don't test, there's nothing to talk about. So sometimes it's going beautiful, sometimes it's a little bit rough. But the person who has the full faith, he knows that it's coming from above, he's going to stick throughout thick and thin, and I give up. That was the great lesson to these children, this person. Very small father. Now, Tubishvat Behemet is a tremendous day. Tremendous day. There's two cycles in the year. One starts on the 15th day of Shabbat, and one starts just right now, tonight, and one cycle starts the 15th day of Chodesh Ab, to Be'av. Two wonderful holidays, great days. The one cycle in the summertime, we all know, that's the more no, known one, starts to Be'av. You have, it's 40 days before creation of the world. What was world created? In Chavhe Elul, the twenty-fifth day of Elul, and one rabbi says in Chavhe Adar, the twenty-fifth day of Adal, which is next month. Now, Rabbi Noam says in Rosh Hashanah Tosafot, both are right. In one, it was in Hashem's mind to create, and in the other one, He actually created the world. Which means that the two cycles, the cycle we're tonight, is a long cycle that goes to Pes Shavuot. Today is 40 days today, right now, before We have Purim in that time, and a month from tonight is Purim, Purim. A month from, two months from tonight is, is Pesach Some people have to start Pesach tonight They do one seman a day, you finish it and they say tonight, 60 semanim, exactly You have Pesach, then you have the Omer, you have Shavuot Oh, that's one long stretch To be explained you prepare for Purim. Purim is preparation for Pesach. Pesach, you get a gift from Hashem and you get it back on Shavuot. The other cycle starts in Tuba'av, in the summertime. You have the Selihot and Elul, you have Rosh Hashanah, Chuvah, Kippur, Sukkot, Shimonat and Torah, also Hanukkah. Also, it's a long stretch. We're just now starting the second stretch. Very important stretch. And you gotta be in the stretch from the beginning to the end to get the whole deal. Two Bishvat, not just the day on the calendar, two Bishvat. Extremely important day. We'll explain it from the Mishnah. The Mishnah is like this. There's four Rosh Hashanahs. The first page in of Rosh Hashanah, it says this Mishnah. There are four days called Rosh Hashanah, the beginning of the year.
1: Now it doesn't mean
0: everything a deen, a judgment. It doesn't always mean that. It's a certain beginning. Of course, we know the one on Tishrei we get judgment. We have the Shofar. That's it. Yeah, that's their judgment. Yes, but there are other days of Rosh Hashanah that have to do with, with other things. Let's say Maaser. Let's say got, uh, someone became king. In the old times, you had kings in Amisayim, So let's say he became a king. So if he became a king, let's say in the end of the summertime, and it came the first day of of Tishrei, he already had one year. It's a full year. No, I don't know what Nisan. The first day of Nisan is Rosh Hashanah for the kings. So it's very second year. Let's say the laws of Orla. You have a tree. The first three years you plant a tree, the Torah says, you can't have them. Asur, to, to have that stuff, you have to throw in the garbage. Unusable. It, it, that applies to everywhere, even in America. Is it a banana? And that's garbage. You can't, can't use it You really. can't use it. Orla. Asur bana. And you have, and the fourth year also, it's also Kodesh, probably. The fifth year you can start having your, your food, your fruit. Now, Orla, you count it from, from regular Rosh Hashanah, the beginning of the year. Which means, let's say, you planted it, let's say, uh, in August time, let's say. And now it came Rosh Hashanah, it's one year ready. The first year has culminated, you finished one year now. Only there's two more years now, three more years, that's it. Well, so what's two Says the Mishnah like this. On the first day of Chodesh Shabbat, which is 15 days ago, is Rosh Hashanah for the tree. The tree is the tree. Betelel says, which is the halakhaz tonight, for us tonight, The 15th day of Shabbat is Rosh Hashanah. What does it mean? It means that there are laws for those who know, which you should know, you have to know, what does it mean when you have stuff, let's say grain, oil, wine, these things in the Torah, you have to take off a little bit and give to the Kohen, any Kohen, Very serious thing to eat without doing that. A person that eats his stuff without giving to Terumah, it's That's part of it from Shamaim, that's part of very serious item. Just Terumah, you give Terumah to the Kohen, okay. Two percent is best thing to give, at least, at least average. Eye. But if that, you give ma'asirishon, rishon. You give to the Levi a tenth, to the Levi a tenth. Then you give Ma'asir sheni, which goes to you. You take off a tenth and you eat it in Yerushalayim. or you redeem it on money and buy stuff in Jerusalem when they had the wall inside the wall, and you eat those days. Better be dash time, temple time. That's in the first, second, fourth, fifth year of the seven-year cycle. And the third and sixth year, you give to attend to the poor person instead of giving yourself. You have to a poor man maaser Now, you're not gonna give from one year's produce on the previous year's produce, and vice versa. You can't give on, from less take last year's stuff and give it on this year's produce. That's what Tubishvat is. That's the cutoff point of Ma'asir and these things. Now, what? Let's say you have now till today. If something was hanatan, it it's what, what, I mean, a, a tree grows, a fruit grows, first a flower, the flower falls off, and then it grows a small budding and starts a fruit. If that started before this night, it's considered last year. And now it grows tomorrow, even let's say the tomorrow, I can't use tomorrow stuff to take my from this on yesterday stuff, or yesterday stuff on tomorrow stuff. That's the main point, of the halakha point of Tubeshvat. In a nutshell, that's the point of tonight, tomorrow. Is that the deen of Ma'asir and Tanuman these days? The cutoff point is tonight, and the restart again is tonight. That's it. For Tanuman Ma'asult. That's what the Mishnah is telling us. We do tonight to Mishvat. That's the Halakha. But there's so much more inside. Okay? you am going to say the real thing. The mic goes off. There's much more. Huh? Yeah? Okay. it's okay there's much more going on in Tu than meets the eye which I want to speak about now and those who will take it in very well will gain a lot and I'm sure it's going to change your Tu for your whole life and it's going to change your 24 hour period now also we have to know that as we said in comparison to a person, trees, persons compared, it says, for the tree. Why does it say tree in singular? Shouldn't it say, the trees in plural? All trees. It's the first day of the year for all the trees. The item of Maasana Turma. Why did the Mishnah choose a word that similarly does not fit. And I said Ilan, singular. Many answers. So, an answer that says we're referring also to the person that trains his children. He's the tree of his family. Out of him stems all of the future fruit. And I'm telling to you, boys, because I want to take something tonight that you won't forget. You all will be future fathers, future leaders of families. It can be tribe, tribes. And a father has to know that he's the root, and the way he's going to grow and make his house. That's how the fruit will come out. You can't put a bed seed in the ground and get out with fruit. It's against nature. You need a lot of prayer, a lot of changing things in Shammai to have such a miracle happen. But on the norm, the normalcy is what you put in, that's what you get out. And it's a very serious to think now, you're not so young anymore, in the near future, I will be able to married and a father, hopefully. And what will I do with my children? How will I train my children? I'm the ilan, I'm the tree. There's the Rosh Hashanah, which means a person can be judged. His actions that come out of him. He has roots. How is he watering his tree? With what water? Is it holy water or it's sewer water? What are you watering? Your tree, your patch, your ground, your field. How are you watering your house? Is it Maim Shal Torah? Is it Me holy, clean water, or it's maybe some other things that are shown, being shown on some items, some metallic substances that are pouring into houses, Jewish homes, filthy sewage. How can come out of sewage something very special to grow? This is a big message in Jewish facts. And I think it's something, I haven't said this in the yeshiva, this type of thing, but I, I think that it's something which should be said because we're always talking it to ourselves for now. No. Let's dig a little bit ahead of time. Our own future children. If we plant the seeds and we water it right, we're gonna have as Hashem a very good future. Then you sit down pretty in here, you get older, you marry your great kids. Look at my kids, these great kids, best kids in the school. Good name they have. A good name is the best thing in the world. You can't buy a good name for money. You gotta have it you get the best marriages and you have good children offspring and the next world also you have UPS everyday, they're gonna send you UPS berachot, more Torah and you're gonna enjoy life upstairs isn't it a splendid idea to invest in your tree which is you? that's message number one tonight that we all are trees and with a tree, each person, he's the tree he's the tree of the future there's another thing of this night, which is very, very important that I saw over here It says like this very, very important and I tell you the truth really, the truth really is, is that if you knew really the Mukubalin, the Kabbalistic rabbis tonight, I have one neighbor, he's like that, You got a bunch of svarim He makes, they make a whole big party a whole a real se'odah, feast with bread they start, and stuff. And then you four up some wine, it sounds very good. But they do it with special kavanots. It takes four or five hours, this thing. Six hours. This thing. They go on, it's a whole night, and they do all kinds of tikkunim. They rectify many things, they get many things. All over the country tonight, tomorrow, they have very, very special tikkunim going on. So good. So now I'm going to tell you a second aspect of this mm. night. Very important. Hello. Hello. Um, Hello. Hello. Okay. Okay. It works. Yeah. yeah. It works. yeah. yeah. Wow. I don't hear. Raise the ball. Raise the ball. They're here. They're everybody is. Raise the ball. Yeah? Yeah? Okay. You have to know that Hashem, whatever He created is for His name. He wants us to appreciate His great name. Which means, in anything in this world, you have to see in it Hashem's hand. In a tree, in a fruit anything you see today out there, you have to realize Hashem is in it. What does that mean, Hashem is in it? Tremendous, tremendous item. I'm translating. If a person would really look into the creation with a depth and use his mind and study creation, how there's dormant, non-life objects, there's life objects. And he goes into the specifics of creation. He's going to reveal Hashem's greatness and kingship and dominion over the entire creation. And it all has to do with how much he's going to cleanse himself. The more your faculties are pure purified you're hearing your sight your mind you're going to discover very deep things on your level in the creation and that's the secret he says of the trees mm-hmm. that sing the song to Hashem it says the trees sing and how do we know the trees sing it says the as <laughs> they're going to all sing and that's Rosh Hashanah for the trees. What does that mean? Just like a person gives a deed of he has to answer for his deeds, so do the trees also. Which means Hashem judge the trees. And they're, they're being judged also tonight. It's, it really doesn't, that's only them. it's, it's really a Shavuot, more. And the same way Hashem gives Parnassah to a person through the fruits, how do, you, how do you live? You have, you eat bread. that comes from the ground. It's Piri fruits of the ground. There's fruits of the trees, fruits of the ground. Heitas, all that wheat and barley, you make bread, right? And Hashem gives life. When He gives food, it's to give life. Therefore, it is fitting for every Jewish person to wake up on this day and to request from Hashem That there should be blessing in the fruits. The fruit should be good and healthful. And that you should have pernasah and health, complete health. And that you don't need any doctors or any medicine. And everything should come to you through the food that you eat. It's a pasuk in the Torah. It says, you'll eat your bread, I'll bless your bread and water. And I shall remove from you sickness. Imagine, it's a pasuk. What does that mean? I'll oh, bless your bread. What's I mean? It means in the food itself, you're going to have remedies from what you eat. A piece of bread will have a refoire. Well. Here's a guy, he was supposed to get sick or something, but then none. And suddenly he ate a piece of bread, and in that bread, Hashem planted for him the medicine, the pre-medicine. He didn't know that even. And he got better when the bread protected him. Bread and water will be blessed. To be safe from any sicknesses. He says like this. Through the prayer, you pray these 24 hours. On this holy and awesome day. Rosh Hashanah to the trees. Rabbi Hamarosh told me before that. Why there's no Anna today, tomorrow? There's no Anna. No Le David. There's no Tahanun. Why not? Which says it's a happy day. He says he brought down from the Tikkun Sakhar 500 years ago. A great Sefer that says... That because it's called Rosh Hashanah. The name of the day causes that there's no Anna. It's called Rosh Hashanah. It's a very Hashub word called Rosh Hashanah. It's the beginning of a year. For whatever it has to do with we it, send said before the Masarot. but it's called Rosh Hashanah there's no Anna right away. On this great day the person is going to bet Mashem Hashem that he should have mercy upon him and put blessing in the perot Er Israel and all, all fruits in the world. That's will be hidden, in your, what you will be eating in the future will be hidden, all the remedies that you would need, and not to get sick, or if a person did get sick, he'll get better, yeah, you yeah, got a problem, and all of his limbs, and his body parts. Why? Because the prayer today that you pray for this is accepted with mercy and want. And here is the line I'll tell you now. If people would know the greatness of this day, and what they could do in this day, they would they would squeeze out and a they would squeeze out the whole day to beg Hashem for the fu'ot on the soul and for the fu'ah of the body. Because this is the day to ask for it. The airports I'm telling you now, you didn't hear that before. Two Bashbat. Sounds like a nice day, say better khan, goodbye, walk away. Now you're realizing that you have a lot of work to do tonight and tomorrow, besides learning Torah in the study, you better make it a business to make good filot and ask for this, that in your food that you'll be eating this next whole year should be lying that food, good health, and remedies for you, and pre-remedies for you to preempt any trouble. Here's the night you can do it and you can get in. You can make of a lot of things tonight and tomorrow. As a matter of fact, there are a lot of segulot. There's segulot tonight, tomorrow, oh, a lot of things. It's for children, for health, for giveulah shlemah, for Lima, for for it's all. It's all in this day, in This big day. As we say, David, Oseba and all of the heavens, the armies of the heaven, they bow down to Hashem, which means in the armies of heaven, which is, which is the angels, which we know, angels. Each grass has a, each tree has an angel that watches that guards it. Which means that we're saying that everything is sub of Hashem. Number three, this is, the, this is another one I want to tell you. Also it has to do with this night tonight. Berit. It's not for nothing that this day comes out on the Shabbatim days. Not for nothing. It's planted in this in this exact time <laughs> because really, really, you could fix up the blemish of Riplah. I'll explain. When you make the berachah the fruits tonight and all year long, you supposed to have in mind to rectify what Adam Hadishon did when he ate from the forbidden fruit. He ate from the tree, right? It's a da'at he ate from. He made a sin. He caused all trouble that we have to today. When you make a berachah the fruit, you have a kavanah. Shamayim, and you say every word. Clearly, you have in your mind to fix what he did. And the trees really mean a person has in him What's called the holy seed, Zenakotish. Thank you. You have a tree, has. What's, why today is the cut off day? What's, why today is the cut off day? We said of Tulumama Asir today. Yesterday was the last week. and year a new year. Why? What's really the logical reason behind that? Because the sap of the tree goes in today to the trees. That's the life juice of the tree. And now it doesn't really need the ground so much more. It, needs, it lives off what it has inside the tree itself. That's why it's considered from last year. You had a logical reason why? Because all the seraph, the sap of the tree, the life of the tree went inside. And now it can grow off of what it has inside itself without the ground. So therefore, as that's last year, it's finished. It grew, it grew already. As far as concerned, it's already going to grow. Tomorrow, that's a different story. Safety with a person. A person has limited certain amount that Hashem gives him, holy seeds, that in order to have children that will go in Hashem's ways in the future. And when a person wastes it, he's ruining the tree and ruining the future growth of the tree. Now it may not have as many branches as anyone does going to have. If the sap of the tree will be taken away from the tree, it grows less, can grow as strong, not as many fruits. Has Shalom. The same thing could be with a person. The person can to a tree, and that's why it comes out in this time to teach us be careful with that. The same way we're careful to take make sure the tree grows right and should be in the, in the in the proper environment and give it what it needs in order to get all its seraph to zap into the tree. So, to a person has to guard himself, especially in Yemei B'Harut in these days before marriage, to guard himself. To wash his, himself and keep holy so that later on he'll be able to produce beautiful, luscious fruit, wonderful children. That comes out from greatness. When you go out the field and the roots stay well and clean and warm, proper water and not sewage, Everything starts growing properly. On and then the person is going to reap a very big fruits. He's going to make a harvest. going to be a tremendous harvest. He's Going to see, wow! Look at these. These are my kids. Got the best kids in the world. My best kids I have the best kids. Best. The old one smart. All doing the best things. things. Had the best name in the world. Successful in life. They're successful in life in every way possible. Hashem makes it happen. Because he planted the right trees and watered it the right way. Irrigated his field properly. With Kiddushah. And that's the third idea of tonight. So, again, number one, let's have have a second. Number one, we said the cutoff point, we know Ma'asir to that's the point, as Rosh Hashanah, as we explained before, it's a Rosh Hashanah that compared to a tree, that a person has to see life in all of its stages. Sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's not so easy, but you go through it, you have patience, you go with it the whole way. And that's how you succeed in life. Number two, we said how the day is a day of prayer. It's a day that a person prays for preempting problems and for remedies and if not And number three, it has to do, we just said now, with tikkun habirit. Rectifying any problem person had with wasting. This this day he has a very big cost to help you with that, with all of us. That's number three. I I'll trying to say a small last thing here. Uh-huh. Before we simply have to dart eat, Really, really, there's a, a very great depth about the fruits. There's all kinds of fruits. There's four different sets of fruits. Three, at least, for sure, but there's four. I say there's three, but there's some you eat the whole fruit with the seeds you could eat. Some, the seeds you throw out. Some, the inside you have to eat. Outside you don't eat. Each thing is hitting hidden, hidden different things, different ways a person acts in life, different ways of life. Yeah, it's brought down all. And we tell this all in the Kabbalah world, this is real, real things, there's nothing here. But when I say say Barakha, what's really the main, thing, what's the main point of the blessing of Hashem? When you say Barakha, what's, what's really the simple point behind it? The Gemara tells us, If you say Barakha, you don't eat food, but I say Barakha, he's a thief. A barakha is obligation. You have to thank Hashem for what you're getting. The worst thing is to take something from someone and not say thank you. That's one of the worst things in the world is to take and not say thank you. The first thing you should be, teach a person, say thank you. I'm I'm, I'm giving you something. Say thank you. Give me a blessing. Now, question. Does Hashem need you to bless him? He needs to thank you? No. You need to thank you. You need to grow and realize that someone's sustaining me, taking care of me, that's why you have to say thank you. You're making yourself a better person. When you say thank you, you're a better person. When you don't say thank you, who, who are you? Who are you? The lowest person doesn't say thank you. He's not a low, very low person. You get so much, you don't say thank you. Take for granted. And by the way, it's one of the most important parts of life. When you say thank you, by the way, you want to hear a big sigula now? You can't, it costs you $10 dollars to get the sigula. By saying thank you, you get more of what you want. Sounds funny? No. By saying thank you Hashem. Oh, you're saying thank you? For one cup of water? I may, may as well invest in you. I see it's worth investing in you. I'll give you, I'll give you that wine. I'll give you steaks. I'll give you a better life. Cause you'll take me more. Oh, you're complaining. Oh, you have so much, but you saw so a black dot in the picture, so you're complaining. I may as well make it worthwhile if you complain. And then he gets trouble. The greatest segula to get trouble is start complaining for what you have. You want trouble, just complain. You want good things, say thank you. Feel for bad, even for bad things. The guy's sick, he has a stomach ache. Say thank you Hashem for the stomach ache. Thank you Hashem, I why not? Because obviously if he did it's the best thing for you at that time. And by the way, if you say thank you, Hashem, ooh, he's thanking his duplicate. This guy's really out of whack, this guy. You know what? Let's make him better. He'll thank us even more. That's how you get better. That's a sigula, 100% sigula. When you say a blessing on a food, you thank Hashem for what you have, you'll have more. Hudul Hashem kitob. What does that mean? In a different shot. You want to have forever his hazid? Hudul Hashem. thank him more. Keep thanking him. They say thank you again and again and again. At least one hundred times a day, you have to say thank you. You have to say at least one hundred times a day, at least. Because he says at least a hundred. The rabbi writes, You have to count them. You count them until you get to a hundred to count them. And, it took, and the ta and the has the remote for it. Ma Hashem al Aqieha, what is Hashem yesterday from you? Ma'ah, a hundred. Hashem wants a hundred barakot? The guy wants a bed, ooh, I missed two bedachot. He gets out of bed, he goes to something, say barakhan something. Very important. What's the idea? says our pinkas explains. The idea behind the blessing is connection with Hashem. You're getting the opportunity of a hundred times a day to be with Hashem, one-on-one connection. Baruch atah. Angels can't do that. They're jealous of us angels. Baruch atah. You. You. His majesty. You. We have that greatness. to say straight up, only in this world. Next world, different story. Baruch atah Hashem. Take the baruch and say baruch slow. And think what you're saying. Think what you're saying. First part of the baruch There's a book This fat. This fat. just not a baruch atah. A baruch this, this fat. Just to explain what baruch is. How to say it, what they mean, the first if he's giving, and then, then, then you're getting, you're getting from Hashem coming down from you, you're getting great things in This It's tremendous. And saying Berachah, not just also getting amen, Let's say amen, the say amen. How about getting an amen? You say Berachah out loud, you don't know or under your breath. He's stealing, he's a thief. Several Hasidim writes in Rashmun that a person says Berachah low, he's a thief, he's a thief. He stole. Where's that amen? Where's that amen? What's that amen? What's what sort of amen? Truth it means truth, right? But what's the value of an amen? Amen equals ninety-one Grace Christian angel on the spot. Amen. And also, amen is equals ninety-one Hashem's names. Twenty-six with kavkeh, add it sixty-five to get ninety-one. But what's more than that? Amen means I'm saying, like he said, it's true. Hashem creates it! I have everyone I believe it's true! I'll tell you a story now. This story was all over the world. They put it here maybe eight years ago, not, I said it last year here. They put it on the wall here. Crazy story happened in Brooklyn, New York. A girl came back from school. It was in June time. It was a boiling hot day. And she wanted to, she poured orange juice and she wanted to say shakol. But she had, had taken upon herself not to say a blessing without someone saying amen. So. No one was home. She waited. Two hours she waited and she's perched. She's just thirsty. And she was like two hours later, someone came down. Someone came to the house. She said, she I call? They said, I'm in. Her friend and a classmate had a dream that night that a third girl in the class was going to get cancer. But because of what this first girl did, and she said, a beracha waited two hours to say, and get an amen. In Shamayim, they said, and that merit, we're not going to give cancer to that third girl. So the girl had the dream. Girl number two tells her father in the morning, she had this crazy dream. The father went to girls three, his father and says, How's your daughter doing? He says, Why are you asking? He says, Well, this is the dream that my daughter had. He says, Well, I'll tell you the truth. They had very big suspicion. It's on the ready phone call for a while already. And they've been taking tests. And Baruch Hashem. Well, yesterday, it was today. He says, it came out negative. This story is printed up all over the world. Maybe it was like eight years ago. That happened at the time story. The power of saying a blessing and getting amen on it. Cannot put that down. There's no value. There's no price priceless. Rabbi Chaim Voloshin. One time, it was nighttime. He wanted to drink out very very thirsty. thirsty but there's nobody saying amen you want to say, so say amen but I come. suddenly they knocking the door they knocking the door who's there tell me the student or oh, rabbi I had some trouble with today's class can you please explain, re-explain, re-explain it again to me he says no no problem come on in comes in he says, can I just say a shakur before I want to say a shakur let so, me say amen he said a shakur he said amen the kid he tells him the whole show over again with the whole gospel everything get the whole thing okay night. he walks back next morning he sees him in the, in the yeshiva in the village yeshiva and he says uh, so did you, you got the shi'ud? You got it good now after last night's discussion? He says, well, let, let's have discussion. What discussion? What do you mean last night? <laughs> he came to my house last night, right? We discussed it. The rabbi, I was in your house last night. <laughs> what do you mean? You, it was you? It wasn't him. From Shamayim, they sent an angel in the form of a student. They should know it's an angel. In order to give the rabbi a chance to say to a barakha and have his amen on it. That's how big Hashem is looking for the amen and the barakha. When you say it beracha and you say it slowly, do you know? If I ask you a question, I ask you a question right now. It's a, it's been a very tricky answer. But because I say that, you know, I don't know the answer my topic. But what would bring a person to the main way to gain holiness? Let's so say, even Ruach Kodesh, divine inspiration. What's the main way to get to that? You, it's such a, it, the answer is wild. I would say. Which I still think is true. Learn tw- just learn 24-7. Just learn. Learn Torah. That's number one. Says Rabbi Ha'im Vital, the Arizal student, and is brought down in the Kafai twice or so point. Says the student, my Rabbi, the Arizal, he warned me very much that when I say it, I should say it slowly and clearly with kavanah. Why? because when a person eats food in every food or drink you take in it there's good and bad since the time of adam HaRishon, everything is mixed up with evil and good and by saying the blessing you remove the evil in the food and the intake is only holy but if you don't say it properly you skip the words you mumble jumble you're not kavana you're not clear so then you're taking in evil to your system. And it's not a wonder why you want to do an abirai afterwards. Because you have evil put in, you just by yourself, you just donated to yourself evil, more and more, stuffing yourself with evil. And he said like this: The main way to attain the Holy Spirit is the way you say a blessing on food. And he's warned me again and again, my master, on this. Now these are the famous cabbals 500 years ago. He was like a prophet. Because you want to get, he tell the student, you want to get somewhere? You want to know something in your life? You want to feel something, in your We always say, Rabbi, I'm not feeling anything. I'm not feeling anything. I'm not feeling it, Rabbi. Why? Are you saying it, better, right? Are you, are you taking in good things that you should want to do good in your life? You hear the answer? It's not my answer. his answer. You can't not Torah, it helps with that, of course. But let's say, after they go to Adnan's supper time, and you just like that, you took it evil again. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a violent it's a circle. But imagine you start a program, even one a day. One a day. It's a little bit of move, we're doing the Shiva. we oh, that a program here. One bit a day, I want to say it slowly. I'll start with a program one a day. You can't do one a day. One, you can all do one a day. I start one bit a day, Baruch. I timed it, by the way, in many offices I was in America. Seven seconds. Like that. That's seven seconds. Seven seconds. You know what you're gonna get from that? You start your a lifetime program. You're gonna start, and I'll never finish. i finish. Imagine in your home, your children see you come home, and you take whatever it is. Those kids. We'll be better kids. The stipuler says, they have it on a magnet phone to put it on refrigerators, in the house refrigerators. It's on a magnet. The stipuler says in the house that the mother, I'm sure the father also is home, says blessings out loud, slowly, clearly. Those children are better and superior to all other children. It's a fact, he says. It's going to happen. From what? From saying a blessing properly. So look what's in the deal for us, boys. Imagine you take a fruit, you take a food, you say <laughs> you see it sounds funny to you? That's not a blessing. it's nothing. it? has gone. It's over. It's a joke. He's eating, with, he's, now, he's eating without a berakhah. He's stealing. He's stealing. Well, Rabbi, I said berakhah. Say it out loud. Here again. <laughs> be embarrassed to say that. It's not berakhah. I tell the guy I say it again, I'm okay. I said sheb You say sheb leim. I met you. So understand, imagine you say the berakhah slowly. You say it. It's in ruch This is the law. It's in Sha'an ruch It writes in the course of Samach 5. It writes, you have to, you have to say, Sariqa, they have to separate lehem mean, there's two memes. It's a code of laws. It's not an explicit, it's a code of laws. mean, haris. And Kafaim says, if you do that, you won't choke on that meal. Imagine that? Isn't that interesting? It's a great thing, huh? An extra second. And we started a new program now of not bread, why? Because the rabbi's scared. He's scared. Somebody might not say I'm going to wash. I'm going to wash. Forget us. <laughs> you open up. Everybody say Aman, loud. Aman, amen loud. Amen. Aman, amen, Aman, scream, amen right? <laughs> What's the idea? What's the idea? Say, Amazon." guaranteed. Say, for a 100 years ago, says anybody who says, but it's clearly what happiness is guaranteed to have in an honorable way his entire life could you get anybody in the world to guarantee that nobody can say that oh they guarantee something you saw in that country papers before, before I have a rule it's like as one says in the Bible Messiah the one that says eat in the morning bread right have bread a little water and salt will be saved from how many sicknesses 83. 83. Guaranteed. Yes. Guaranteed. All dietitians will say no, I like that wrong. 83 is the same. Now, could you you know the a doctor or professor that would give you a guarantee not to get one sickness? He will never do that, but if he will, sign first 45 50, 55 papers first. <laughs> if you sign, then I'll take the shot to say maybe you won't get that. You won't say it, he still won't say it. Here's a Gemara tells us, you do things right, you guaranteed. If you tell us you say a blessing right, and you wash on the bread, and you say, you should run to say, by the way, oh, I'll tell you something. Once a day, if you miss, you miss the tremendous miss. That's the only blessing that's from the Torah itself. If you eat, and your foot, Torah says, blessed, on the loss, I'll tell you a giant, blow blow away, blow you away. Blow you away. Blow you away. On the days of Chuvah. I said right? What would you think? I must say at the I level. Let's say, what would you think is the biggest level to do on those days between Tisha B'Av Kippur? what would you think? Let's say if you're a big man, you know, big rabbi, what would you want to do those days? Let's say in your dream, in your dreams. Most the first thing you do is probably fast, right? Well, let's fast. We're gonna be 100 times. Learn 100 black and mara. We're gonna fast all day. That's, I imagine. I said, that, that's, something, that's, something, that's something, you know, What you think, big man? Says the something crazy. He says like this, those who fast on the days of Tshuvah before Kippur, but at night they have to have bread. They got to wash and have bread. Why? Listen to this word! Because the main tikkun, the main rectifying of the days of Tshuvah before Kippur is eating. Why, wow, it's crazy, eating. Eating, he said, that's the main item before Kippur is to eat. What, how can I say these words? Benishai says it. Benishai. <laughs> what does it mean? What does it mean? He says, it's the way you say the Berachah, the food, And <laughs> the Kavanah. He said, that's the Kippur Hashem. <laughs> I said Berachon <"Benechad> properly. <laughs> I said it. Oh, you gotta say it. Chuck him in. Good year. Chuck him in. Chuck him in. That's how it is. That's the point. Who would say that? Benishai? He fasted six years straight. How can he say these words? He says, He's saying these words? Yeah, he can say it. Because he knows what food does. What a barachah does. One barachah. You can take down an enemy. One plus, he takes down an enemy. You say a properly, you're knocking at people all the garbage in the of the world. You're blowing away the enemies. Physical, spiritual, accusation against you, Shammai. You're blowing away. Says, look at this. He, he, he accuse this guy? He said a barachah nicely, this guy. How can you accuse this guy? My son, look at him. Say a He's thanking me. He's thanking me. You understand how that big it is? You gotta hear this once in your life at least, because if you don't hear it now here, Where will you hear that in your life? You're busy in business, maybe. I'll tell you a story that'll blow you all the way. There's a book here. Someone just brought the book to the show to the shiva. I'm happy because I, I can't find it now, but I saw years ago. Yeah, there was a, No, this, this story. Oh, that story. Maybe in the middle we'll touch. Right. Ladies, I'm oh, oh. Okay, so no, 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 <laughs> no. <we> said, so, <laughs> by the same, we have a simple photo. It's a very, very pattern story. Okay, uh, everyone, please, the designer, you're going to Get, up. Get, up. Get up. I'm <laughs> not